Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. to a fancy wedding of someone you know, getting all dressed up and prepared, excited to participate in this great party, and after weeks of anticipation and time and money spent getting all prettied up, arriving at the event only to find out that you can't come in. You were invited, but you forgot that you didn't actually respond, and so there's no place for you at the party. That may be a bit of a silly example, but it's actually, as we're going to see, a stark and scary picture of how some people are going to feel as they try to enter into heaven. Jesus teaches in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23, which says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So this passage makes us uncomfortable and it should. Jesus is not pulling any punches. When it comes to heaven, not everyone who thinks they're getting in will be getting in. That is a hard truth. There are apparently going to be some surprises when we stand before the Lord, and some of the ones who looked on the surface like the most committed Christians are actually going to find themselves shut out of his presence in eternity. So he says that not everyone who calls Jesus Lord gets into heaven. Well, who is it that gets in then? Only the one who does the will of my Father, Jesus says. Now, of course, nobody does this perfectly, but there's obviously more to things than just saying the right words or praying the right prayer, thinking that we're saved from that. It's not enough to just call Jesus Lord. We need to follow him and obey him as Lord, living with him as Lord. If we truly believe that Jesus is Lord, if that is our confession of faith, then we have to live our lives differently because of his Lordship, seeking to do the will of God in obedience to him. We're not saved by our right actions, but our confession of faith should be backed up with right action that proves that we really are submitting to Jesus as Lord. For as James writes later in the New Testament, faith without good deeds is dead. Much of evangelical culture has focused on praying the right prayer, getting people to pray what we call the sinner's prayer, where they confess their sin, ask Jesus for forgiveness, and ask him to be the Lord of their life. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this in itself. It can be a great start. Many of us sincerely came to Jesus in this way. But we don't get to heaven just by praying a prayer, as Jesus makes clear here. We might start off that way, but then our lives need to shift into allegiance and obedience to the King. Those who submit to the King must demonstrate that submission through obedience. Then our eternity is secure. What's perhaps most startling in this little parable is that people are apparently doing things in the name of Jesus, but they obviously aren't really trusting and following him because Jesus says, I don't know you. Given that yesterday's verses deal with false prophets, it's likely that Jesus is flowing from that thought directly into today's thought. Some false prophets will do the right things in my name, but they aren't really walking with me. We are again reminded not to be amazed by gifting, but to focus on fruit. These false prophets who look so impressive actually won't be getting into heaven at all. 
There's only one way to get into heaven's grand eternal wedding party, and that is by being waved in by Jesus. He is the gate to heaven, and we need to know him to get in. It should drive our life to deeper knowledge and deeper communion with the Lord, desiring to be connected sincerely with him in every way. So today, take some time just to pray into this challenging and heavy passage. Reflect on your own obedience to God's will, your own communion with him, and seek to intentionally engage with both as you go about your day.